Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big, juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. At Best Western, we can't promise you the perfect family beach vacation. We can't promise that it won't rain, or that you won't get a sunburn, or that your family won't endearingly call you Lobster Mom for weeks afterward. What we can promise is a warm welcome and a comfortable room amidst all the joyful chaos. Lobster Mom. Life's a trip. Make the most of it at Best Western with over 4,200 hotels worldwide. Hi, everyone. I'm Cheryl Butler, and you're listening to the Mighty Mommy's Quick and Dirty Tips podcast, which will help make your life as a parent a little bit easier and a lot more fun. Welcome. Today's episode is number 459, Five Ways to Support an Unpopular Child, because our kids aren't always going to be part of the in crowd, and that isn't necessarily a bad thing. And just as a side note, I have laryngitis and a very bad bronchitis, so I apologize for my voice during this episode. Every parent has their own style of raising children. Some are strict, others easygoing. There are those who set tight boundaries and those who go with the flow. We learn as we go, and ultimately, we all have a common goal, to raise successful, happy young adults who will make a positive difference in this world. Whether we tend to be more of a helicopter parent or follow a more permissive parenting style, a common trait that we share is that we want our kids to fit in, be accepted, and yes, perhaps even be popular. Popularity has long been sought after by adolescents worldwide. Even as adults, we know who the popular moms and dads are within our school communities. Popular people seem to be people magnets and trendsetters. They always have someone to talk to at any social event and even have people seemingly waiting in the wings to get their attention when they're already engaged in conversation with another person. Loneliness does not appear to be a part of their repertoire and they make life look easy breezy and a constant joyride. In the 24 years that I've been a mom, I've learned a lot more about popularity than I ever thought I would, thanks to my eight kids. I'll admit, several of them were very popular in school and still are in their young adult lives, but for some of my others, it didn't come easy. Their individual personalities definitely play a big part in their social interactions, but what has been fascinating for me as an involved parent and one who considers herself pretty outgoing is that my kids who aren't necessarily popular at all are more happy and well-adjusted. If you have a child who isn't exactly thriving in his or her social environments, Mighty Mommy shares a handful of ways that you can be supportive and help them feel better among their peers. Five ways to support an unpopular child. Tip number one, understand your child's social status. 
Number two, offer social situations. Number three, teach them to improve their likability. Tip number four, strive for friendships. And tip number five, help your child grow emotionally. Tip number one, understand your child's social status. We as parents know our kids better than anyone. So if your child is struggling to connect with other kids her age or isn't being invited to birthday parties and other social outings, do a little investigating to figure out what's going on. If you have younger kids, observe their interactions at the community playground. Does your son know how to join in with the other kids on the play equipment, or does he prefer to keep to himself on the other side of the park? When you pick your tween up after school, does your daughter walk out talking and giggling with her peers, or is she often alone? Many times, a child is just socially awkward and needs coaching and examples of social cues. When you leave the playground, you could casually talk about the kid you saw playing on the jungle gym and offer a suggestion for the next time. Bobby, those little boys were having so much fun playing Ninja Warriors at the playground today. If we see them tomorrow, I bet they'd love to have you join them. If your child has a hard time making friends, it may have nothing to do with his personality. Trouble with forming friendships can be the result of learning and attention issues which could require intervention from your child's school or input from your child's pediatrician. Eileen Kennedy Moore, a clinical psychologist and co-author of Smart Parenting for Smart Kids, says that children start to worry about friendship issues around the age of seven when they enter an extremely judgmental phase of their cognitive development. But parental anxiety about a child's social skills can kick in much earlier. Kennedy Moore has a great tip for parents to help their shy children open up a bit more. She says that parents should privately help kids practice making eye contact, smiling, speaking loudly, and using the other person's name. You have to work with the child's personality rather than against her personality, she says. Not everyone is born as a bounding into the room extrovert. This advice was exactly what we did with three of my kids who were all speech delayed. Because they didn't talk for well after a year of the projected milestone, most kids start verbally communicating by age two, and three of mine were delayed until almost the age of four. Their father and I continually role-played basic social interactions with them on a daily basis. I'll admit, this was awkward for all of us at first, but soon it became second nature, and it really brought them out of their shell. And to this day, they are very comfortable in social settings and can hold their own with peers and adults. Tip number two, create social settings. Children need to be around other children. Begin in the toddler years to schedule plenty of play dates for your children. Being around others allows your child to learn valuable skills such as caring, empathy, sympathy, sharing, and bonding. By interacting with others from an early age, children learn to be social. As a parent, you can offer to arrange playdates for your younger kids and be available to drive your tweens and teens to friends' houses or to the movies. Some kids just don't have any way to logistically get to these destinations, which limits their ability to have a better social life. We had an advantage in our family 
because our kids that happened to be popular would bring their friends to our home quite often. This gave my kids who struggled with social situations the opportunity to mingle a bit with the popular crowd. Just having a few minutes to chat with kids that they normally wouldn't hang out with really boosted their confidence. Tip number three, teach kids to improve their likability. One of my kids is currently a junior in college and was assigned to read Popular, The Power of Likeability in a Status-Obsessed World by Mitch Prinstein. He enjoyed it and thought it had some great concepts about the topic that could be applied for both personal and business relationships. When I perused some articles written about the book, I found something I felt was a home run. The author recommends focusing on improving your likability, not your popularity. Princeton writes that we should make efforts to try and do things that are attentive to others' needs and to show people that we genuinely want to interact with them not use them for our purposes. Because the more likable you are, the more advantage you have in every sphere. I mean, it's amazing how much we give the benefit of the doubt to likable people and how much we are willing to do for them and how much we just naturally think good things about them. Princeton said likability is one of the most valuable social commodities in all aspects of society. We should be investing in it as much as we invest in anything else that we hope will help make our lives better. Tip number four, strive for friendships. Help your child strive to enjoy friendships rather than be popular. Being unpopular does not mean you're unlikable or unable to establish friendships. In my episode on ways to help your child make friends and fit in, I referenced one of my five sons who was having difficulty connecting with any group at school because he wasn't athletically inclined. His passion was, and still is, building things. He has an engineer's brain and can construct nearly anything just by looking at the pieces and logically figuring out how it will work. His passion as a kid was Legos. The more complicated the set, the better. I reached out to his teachers about his social struggles and they helped guide him towards kids that were like-minded. He then joined the Boy Scouts and now has a small core group of friends that are getting ready to go to college next year, but will most likely be lifelong buddies. And tip number five, help your child grow emotionally. When kids understand their emotions and how to respond to others, they have an essential skill for life. This is known as emotional intelligence and indeed plays a big part in your child's likability factor. In my podcast on ways to raise a caring child, I shared several tips on how to teach children to be aware of how they treat others. My favorite tip was to teach empathy by example. You know, we're our kids' biggest role models and teachers. They watch our every move, and even if they don't comment on what we're doing in front of them, they are quietly observing. My example was dining out with my family in a very busy restaurant. The waitress brought out several wrong meals. After growing hungrier and waiting for an unusually long time to be served, receiving the wrong entrees added salt to our already open wounds. Instead of carping, what's wrong with you? This isn't what we ordered. You can model patience and understanding. Say, excuse me, my kids ordered chicken, not beef. 
Can you please take these back and exchange them for the right meals? Then explain the situation to your kids and ask them to reconsider what it's like in someone else's shoes. How do you think it would feel to be that busy at your job? When you use frustrating, real-life situations as teachable moments and model with empathy, your kids will follow suit. How do you help your child have more positive social interactions? Share your thoughts in the comments section at quickanddirtytips.com slash mighty-mommy or post your ideas on the Mighty Mommy Facebook page. And of course, you can always email me at mommy at quickanddirtytips.com and please visit my family-friendly boards at pinterest.com slash mightymommyqdt. Wishing you a wonderful week with your families. As always, thanks for listening. And until next time, happy parenting. At Best Western, we can't promise you the perfect family beach vacation. We can't promise that it won't rain or that you won't get a sunburn or that your family won't endearingly call you lobster mom for weeks afterward. What we can promise is a warm welcome and a comfortable room amidst all the joyful chaos. Lobster Mom. Life's a trip. Make the most of it at Best Western with over 4,200 hotels worldwide. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.